Well, I always tell people health is number one because obesity kills the population of Americans like no other. Most people die from all heart diseases, cholesterol, cardiac arrest, everything is due to lack of exercise and poor diet. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com pod to watch the free video. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke and I'm joined today with Alice Bradley. Alice, how are you doing today? Good morning. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I'm doing great. Thank good, you for good, having good. me here, Chris. Absolutely. You are very welcome. So um, give everybody a quick introduction as far as who you are, um, what you do as, as far as your uh, life in the fitness world. Sure, sure. I have been working out, I want to say, for at least 15, 20 years now. Um, started off gradually just doing the aerobics, cardio exercise. Um, I'm sure a lot of, you know, girls who get intimidated with weights or don't know how to lift properly, try, you know, kind of, you know, tend to do maybe spin class, maybe a little bit of yoga. So I did that in the beginning. And then I thought, you know what, let me look at some more toning and you know, lifting. And I brought myself over to, you know, Venice, Venice Gold's gym here. And, uh, you know, was, was intimidated at first, but when I saw how everyone was so focused, I mean, nobody was really looking around comparing what people were doing. They, it, it, it kind of brought to my, my attention of, wow, you know, everyone is concentrating literally in health. And so I, I learned, you know, what every equipment did, every machine was meant to do for each muscle. And I started the love, the, the journey, the pathway of, you know, working out from maybe let's say I start off twice a week, two, three times, and then I'm just doing six days a week. I've been doing that for so long. And I really take pride in my discipline, I have to say, because not only have I heard it from all my friends, but I truly am starting to feel like, oh my gosh, I don't give myself a break. Yet, even though if I do have an agenda on my plate, that's really important. And I do skip a day out of the week. I'm not one that will, you know, give myself a hard time if I don't have time to make that up either. So it truly is just become an incorporation of my lifestyle. I love helping others. So, you know, a couple of years ago in 2018, I thought to myself, since, since I work out every day, why don't I just get certified and try to help people? Yeah. So I got certified in, in training as well as sports nutrition. And I started just doing that on the side since I always had a full-time sales job. Mm -hmm. So I would train people in the evenings or on weekends and literally just, uh, it's been one, two, three, four months now that I resigned my last full-time sales job 
couldn't take it anymore. Uh, the corporate America, let me tell you, I'm sure you've been there or anybody else who has been there can, can relate that. Right. It's, it's, it's rough out there doing sales, meeting quota, having to have KPIs. It's truly the micromanagement I just couldn't, couldn't handle anymore. So I said to right. myself one day, and it was not even planned. It was literally on the spot. I was like, all right, I think I'm going to do my calling, which is let me resign and go full force as a personal trainer. That's so, very cool. Um, I'm currently still branding myself and building. I just got my website all redone. I'm getting a 10 by 22 billboard up in uh, Studio City. Sweet. Yeah, I've got, I know I'm doing so much. I got, you know, I had um, a little ad on Craigslist uh, last month, but I'm just doing a lot of grunt work that we all have to kind of do for ourselves yep. if we yep. are self-employed. But, you know, I, I'm hoping for good things to come. You know, we all have a specialty and I'm trying to just really narrow it down to, especially, you know, these housewives who yeah. are bored, who want motivation. I'm just willing to be here to oh, help them. That's a good specialty. You know, I like one thing that you said a, a few minutes ago about uh, you're very disciplined. <laughs> and th this is why I think this, this, I think, is a good hybrid as a trainer. You're very disciplined, but if you have to skip a day, you're not going to beat yourself up. No, I, I think that's so important. It's like, and, and you can give that to your clients too. It's like, I'm going to push you. I'm going to make you work hard. We're going to do what you need to do to achieve this ideal body. Yes. However, I know stuff happens. Like, I'm not going to be a jerk about it. I'm not going to like berate you. I think that's a great combination to have as a trainer. Yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome. So you made the jump. Four yeah. months ago, 100% full-time, but you've been active doing six days a week for like years, you said. Forever, yeah. So you, you know what it takes to get that, that, not only the body, but the mind integration. How, yep. So uh, rewind to 15 years ago. Like what got you started 15 years ago thinking like, hmm, maybe I should start this aerobics class or this spinning or maybe lifting weights. What, what got you started originally with that? So uh, a, a female friend of mine was the one that kind of one day was like, hey, do you want to join a, a gym? I'm, I'm not here to drop any names on gyms. I said, OK, so I was brand new. So we did that for a while. And then I um, actually met my ex-boyfriend a couple of years after that. Not ex -boy Yeah, well, ex I want to say currently ex-husband. Um, he got me more into the, the, the training aspect, you know, because as athletes back in high school through college and when we were dating, you know, I kind of, we all, we, we both just kind of did what we felt was comfortable together, right. As partners. And he was really the person that exposed me to it. He didn't push me, but because he went to the gym, I went along with him. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't one of those, those girlfriends or like, okay, you're going to the gym. Well, I'm just going to stay home and watch TV. Like right. I wasn't like that. So I, I was always curious about what I didn't know very well. Um, and it wasn't like health was never something on my agenda either, but I really took it to a different level where, you know, then I, I sought uh, this, this company that was able to educate and give you knowledge more on the nutrition part of how to to lean out how basically to cut down on body fat percentage mm -hmm. 
So I now for the last, I want to say at least 18 years or maybe longer now have been using a food scale at home. So when I cook at home, obviously when we're in a restaurant, it's kind of hard to portion, but I can kind of eye it now. But, you know, whatever my protein, my fruits, my vegetables, my complex carbs, I weigh everything on a scale. Okay. Although that was back, you know, uh, that was kind of portioned to my body weight then. But to be honest, my body weight never really fluctuated. I'm still pretty much the same. I'm really petite. I'm barely five foot three and like 106 pounds probably at this time. But, um, but it really, I, I tell everybody that owning a food scale is really the key. If you are buying food and you think you're eating well, but a lot of times we don't monitor the intake it still ruins everything. You're never going to achieve like your, and, and that's really like a physical goal, but yeah. I tell everyone too, you can't just work out. I mean, right. what you eat, eat. 75% of what you look like. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, and, and you know, if you think about all the different types of, let's just say weight loss, because most people, their fitness goal is losing weight. Yeah. Um, but like the people in our society who have the best physiques, who have the least amount of body fat and the most muscle, I would say on average are bodybuilders. And what do bodybuilders do? They're very meticulous. They eat their, you know, five to six meals a day. They have it all weighed out. They know exactly how much protein, fat, carbs, vegetables. They they know every, I mean, they're even weighing their vegetables. So I do. (laughs) What I I would tell somebody though, I, I, I always try to like bridge like the gap between the listener and you talking and I agree with you hundred percent and I've done this before. I haven't done it recently, but for somebody listening to what Alice is saying, Oh my God, I'm going to have to weigh every, every single thing. It may be a little bit of a learning curve at first. Right. But then once you get used to it, it's no big deal. And like you said, you can just like eyeball it. Now you can go to the yes. restaurant and be like, Oh, that's four ounces. I know yes. that's a four ounce steak. Right. Yes. So yes. how long did it take you to get into that transition like just a couple oh, months or it took me no time no it was just yeah. so easy because literally my food scales there and I kid you not it's like 12 bucks at Target I mean yeah. people don't have to spend an arm and a leg right. mine is one of those that doesn't run off of you know you don't have to charge it it's not even battery operated it's just one of those cheap little things a plastic bowl oh and, and, it and it's just like yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's completely the simple, you can travel with it. It's probably not even the whole scale is probably not even a pound. Yeah. It's really light. So when I'm, you know, like uh, preparing food in my kitchen, I just, I just take out, let's just say I take out for, for instance, this morning, I took out a little container of blueberries because mm-hmm. I wanted that. So you take it out, you put some in the food scale. And for me, it's two ounces. That's it. I mean, it's to me, it's not even an extra. Okay, it is an extra step <laughs> because you know, but it's it's not. But it's that a long. small step. It's and a so small step. How would you how would you recommend to somebody how to so okay they go to Target they buy their food scale, mm-hmm. what's the next step like how do they know uh, how much protein fat carbs blueberries. Yeah, well, they have to go to someone to, to, to take their BMI, to take their fat, body fat percentage. Yep. And the, the thing is, not everyone's the same. For instance, you and I, first of all, we're different ages. Yep. We're diff- well, I don't know. We could be, right? But that's just a guess. Um, we are obviously different genders. We weigh different. 
our body mass composition, our bone mass. So every individual's intake is going to slightly alter a little bit. Yes. No, unless you take someone who's completely like me, Asian, five foot three, 106 pounds. Okay. Yeah. Then our food portion might be somewhat the same. Very similar, right? Yeah. 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 So everyone, they can't just be like, all right, Alice does four ounces of protein. Then I'm going to do four. Oh no. (laughs) Like, Oh, I would be so hungry if I ate like you. (laughs) (laughs) And it depends on what your goals are. Sure. If you're you're trying to, like, I'm just trying to maintain, but if you're trying to build on mass, yeah. oh yeah, you definitely need to be eating bit more. Add, add some extra calories, some extra yes. protein. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Definitely. What do you do for, how much water do you drink in a day? Would you say? I drink about a full glass full. So maybe eight ounces of water every one and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I drink a lot of water. Yeah. Like when I wake up, so at night before I go to sleep, I will remind myself, go to the kitchen, pour yourself a glass of water and it's room temperature. By the time I wake up, I put it next to my bedside. When I wake up, I mean, I'm literally oh, drinking a glass immediately. of water. Yeah. Great idea. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because we're so dehydrated over a course of eight hours. If you sleep eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, this is good. What I take from what you are saying is that, and I agree with you, seven, about 75% of your health is and and kind of your body composition is nutrition 25 percent is the workout uh so as far as like calls to action i would say for everybody watching this get a food scale and alice i want to go really big picture now to sort of like wrap up the episode um let's go even even beyond health and fitness let's say like just life principles in general uh you're called before let's say a graduation you're going to give a commencement speech like a motivational talk or maybe like a corporation motivational speech for them what would you tell them in one to two minutes on how they can get the most out of their lives well i always tell people health is number one because obesity kills the population of americans like no other most people die from all heart diseases cholesterol cardiac arrest everything is due to lack of exercise and poor diet i mean i have done my research i've actually competed for uh um, Miss California, United States twice, a couple years ago. And my platform has always been health and wellness. I tell people every day, you can get a $250,000 job and live happily ever after. But guess what? If you're grinding and working so hard, those long hours, but you are not healthy, guess what? You're not going to be able to go to work the next day. So I tell everyone health is actually number one, number one. And it's not just physically, it's connected to your brain and your spirit and your mood. So if you have great health overall, you're going to feel happy every single day. That's really it. You know, it's not even living long. It's just, you got to live a, you got to live a life of, of happiness and that's how I say it, you know? So I hope that answers the question. <laughs> yep. Oh, absolutely. It did. Yeah. Well, Alice, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I want to give people a chance to contact you. How do people reach out and contact you? Website, social media? Yeah. My website is just www.fitnessalice.com. I hope that was easy enough. And then my Instagram would be Alice. Gosh, I forgot. Alice B. Fitness. I'm pretty sure that's it. 
<laughs> but my cool. website can link you to all my other social media platforms, fitnessalice.com. Fitnessalice.com. Sounds yeah. good. Well, again, this is Health in the Real World, Alice Bradley today. Thank you so much, Alice, for joining me today. Thank Health you. You're so welcome. Thanks for to learn more.